How you doing? And thanks for tuning in to the What the Hell podcast. This podcast is dedicated to those things that drive you nuts and annoy you and just make you say, What the hell? Come on in. Let's get this thing started. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Oh, man, what the hell? Welcome to the What the Hell podcast. Today's episode, that thing that everybody hates to do, that we all do probably once a week, twice a month, whatever, the grocery store trip. Today's a very special episode because I'm joined by a very, very special co-host, my brother, TJ. What's up, TJ? Hello. TJ can actually come at this one from both standpoints as he has worked at the grocery store. So not only can he rant about this from a customer perspective, but also what those grocery store employees really think of us. How's things going up there, little bro? Uh, you know, same stuff, different day. Right. Well, I figured we'd start this rant on grocery store trips where everybody needs to start in the fucking parking lot. Because you know what? There's never anywhere to fucking park, right? It's always fucking busy. Yeah, especially after this whole last year. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot else to do but go grocery shopping. (laughs) Right. It's the only thing that was open. And then the the lines out front, right? Because you got to stay. Only so many people were allowed inside. And you got to stay, you know, six feet away from everybody. And so there was like a literal line to get into the grocery store. And then you couldn't buy toilet paper or fucking pasta. Yeah. That was uh, not, not my favorite times, I'll say that. Ain't that the truth. You know, like, if you think about the parking lot, right, here's the one thing that I think frustrates the shit out of me. You're trying to find a parking spot, right, and the person that's in front of you in the aisle decides to stop and wait right there because someone just walked up to their car with two overfull grocery carts, and they're going to just now start unloading the car, but this person's going to wait right there for the next 15 to 20 minutes while these fuckers unload and stop everything because they want that parking spot. Too lazy to move. See, I have that exact opposite problem because I'm a back of the lot guy. Like, I don't care if I have to walk all the way to the entrance. I just know it's going to be easier for me to find a spot in the back of the lot. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point after dealing with these people that stop the freaking aisles, that's what everybody winds up doing. Like, I don't really care where I park just so I can park and get this shit over with. Yeah. I mean, that's about my mentality as well. It's like, just let me get in here and get this over with as opposed to, you know, trying to find the closest spot. So I have to take the least amount of steps as possible. Yeah. Laziness. American laziness is all it boils down to. But you ever just stop and look at these people and go, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, because, I mean, they're wasting more time than just they could be in the store and shopping already. (laughs) Yeah. But instead, you want to sit here in your car and watch somebody load their groceries into their car, which is probably making them uncomfortable because they can feel you staring at them the whole time. Ain't that the truth, man? Seriously, like, oh, what is this person doing? They're just going to wait. And, like, if I'm that person unloading my groceries, I, like, almost on purposely slow down. I think I would, too, in that situation. But I wonder how many people, like, try to speed up because they have that anxiety and end up, like, breaking their eggs or, like, swishing the bread or something. <laughs> That's a good point, man. You even think about it. Oh, my eggs are broken now. You don't realize until you get home. But you're just like, I didn't want this person in the car to try and kill me later. Well, I could just see some, like, middle-aged woman in a parking lot like panicking because that happened and just start hucking all the stuff in the back of her car (laughs) 
exactly. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, those, I don't know. Those that's just one of the, the, the like the beginning frustration for me with the whole grocery store. And this is we all have to do it, right? We all have to go shopping. We have to buy food, but it's just never a pleasurable experience. Like back in the day when mom was like, "Okay, we're going to Kroger," we both kind of would roll our eyes like, "Oh God, are you kidding me?" See, and you would think, especially after the past year, there was a lot of the online stuff and pick up at the store and you know home delivery and all that. But I found in my experience with that, you can't get everything that you can actually get at your local store. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, uh, you look at the you have to check a box in some cases. If, if they can't find what you're looking for, can they substitute it? And then, you know, like for me, I, I don't want them picking out my meat or my produce. Like I want to be able to look at that and, you know, judge if it's going to be good enough for what I want it for. Well, yeah, there's that. And I mean, it just all depends, too. I mean, if they're out of ground beef, are you going to substitute bananas? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me in this day and age. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> well, like, so, like if they didn't have saltines, could they sub for the store brand, you know, saltine crackers? In most cases, I don't know. But maybe, maybe you would get bananas. I don't know. The status of some employees today, you got to wonder about it. Yeah. Who knows? So you finally park, right? You get inside the store. And then, you know, you at some point, everyone kind of does the same, you know, path through the store. They know where things are and they have a route that they're going to take. But then retailers like to do this thing called a merchandise reset where they move shit. Yeah. I mean, they got to give the store a fresh look. I mean, this is the other side of my experiences coming in. I mean, if you really think about it, it's no different than having a wife that'll rearrange the uh, living room every six months. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Except it's pretty easy to find the couch. And if you can't find whatever specific thing you're looking for in the store, you're, you're like more likely to lose your mind. Yeah. I mean, but if you really think about it, most grocery stores are laid out. I mean, obviously, everything's not in the exact same area. But as far as like aisles go. Well, there are those cases where it seems like maybe in certain perspectives, if you don't think about it, that you, you find an aisle, an item in an aisle. And for some reason, it just doesn't seem to make sense. Like I was walking through a Walmart the other day and they had coffee filters in with the coffee machines over in housewares rather than by the coffee in the actual grocery section. So that to me didn't make any sense. It would probably, if I was looking for coffee filters, it would probably frustrate the shit out of me. You know, you're like, hey, okay, I need coffee filters. That means I'm going to go buy the coffee. So you go buy the coffee and, you know, there's 47 million different kinds of coffee. There's no filters there. And then you got to walk to the other fucking side of the store. And you're probably walking over the whole fucking store. Be like, where is this shit? And then you happen to walk by like the, the kitchen appliance aisle and see all the coffee makers. And then stuck there right in the middle on the middle shelf is all the fucking coffee filters. And you're like, what? why the fuck is this over here? This doesn't make any fucking sense. There's at least one or two items that we've all looked for that aren't where we thought they would be. And somehow it didn't make sense wherever we found them. Yeah, and, but that, that could also be employee negligence, too. Or could it be on purpose? Could it be just the employees fucking with people? Because they might have got stocked in the wrong place, or maybe it was only supposed to be like a small section over there. Right. But then they realized they stocked them all, and they were too far gone, so they're like... Screw it. We're just going to fill it out with coffee. 
Well, I mean, what you're saying makes sense, right? Maybe it was just, maybe it was supposed to be a minimal stock of something for convenience's sake. Like, hey, you just bought a coffee maker. You're going to need filters. And you know, you're going to have to go over to the grocery section to get coffee. Yeah, but, but it's filters it, is a convenience thing for right there. So I can see that. But, but if, it, yeah. if it wasn't over on the other side, what the fuck? I mean, I understand it. I mean, it's like you said, that's how you get your impulse buy too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, not having them both places makes absolutely no sense. And you're already not happy to be there. And now you can't find what you're looking for. So you're, you get a little frustrated. It gets a little annoying, kind of the point of the whole fucking podcast, right? I do understand that. But at the same time, you also have to remember, like, we all get frustrated doing this. It's not something particularly fun. It's why I wake up at like five o'clock in the morning on my day off and go grocery shopping when the place opens at six is just so I can avoid most of the stuff we're about to talk about today. Cause I'll go when everybody's still sleeping. That's kind of a genius move. If I'm just not man enough to get up at 5am anymore, but that's a genius move on your part. Well, I mean, I'm usually up pretty early anyway, so I, I really don't have a problem doing it, but yeah, that that's my strategy. But like I'm saying, I understand, you know, everybody's frustrated and all that. But I swear, some of the most pissed off people I've ever met is when I worked at a grocery store. And this is just when I was a cashier. And they would come through my line. And, you know, I do the usual spiel of, hey, how you doing? And the first thing they would look at me and say is, I fucking hate it here. And immediately your mind goes, then why are you here? (laughs) How many times did that happen to you? A billion. They just give that look like, shut up and get me out of here as fast as you can. And like, I'm working on it, but they're like, prices are too high. I'm like, I didn't choose them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's your fault. You you set the price on everything. Shoot the messenger. (laughs) Prices are too high. That's fucking funny. I'm just here to make the machine go beep and take your money. Exactly. Exactly. And and like you know, bitching to you about the prices is going to do anything to help with that problem. No, I mean, we, we, your alternatives is to go hungry. So what are we what are we doing here? Exactly. Exactly. So what about? I and mean, you didn't have to deal as much as a cashier though. But one of the things that frustrates the shit out of me is you know you're walking through and you're, you're trying to get find what you want and get in and get out right. And in most cases most grocery stores will set up their aisles so that there's enough room for, you know, a cart to go down each side of the aisle. And then, you know, maybe, I don't know, eight inches in between um, so that you don't bump bump into each other. But then what about these jerk holes that just walk down the middle of the aisle, completely oblivious, not realizing that they're about to screw it up for the people that are trying to get around them. I mean, why the hell do people do that? They, They know the same thing. See, I, I have I have one better than the middle aisle or go for it. So I, I've just noticed this in the past few years, really, because I, I don't ever really remember this being a thing. But I've noticed that people like to walk alongside the shopping cart now. Oh, really? Yes. So not like in front of it, not behind it, but like just, you know, the, the hand through the bars and just pulling it along with them and you know, doing their shopping, taking up not just the middle of the aisle, but the whole fucking aisle. Oh, my God. I have not seen this, and I really hope I don't. 
It is infuriating. Oh my god, that 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 would drive me fucking nuts. And I'm like I'm like I'm picturing this as you're talking about it, and I can I can see myself not being able to keep my mouth shut. Like, quit taking up the whole fucking aisle. You're you're fucking it up for everybody. Oh, I, I, that's that's amazing. And like this, this infuriates me. And like I said, I go shopping early, so there's not too many people in the store. I could only imagine what I would do if I saw this at like one o'clock on a Sunday. Oh, 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 that would be an absolute train wreck. Did, did, where you're at up there in Michigan, did Walmart or, or other grocery stores up there try and do the one way aisle thing in the, in the hype of this pandemic? Oh, I, I think everybody did. I just think that you know, nobody really paid attention to it. <laughs> I was about to say, did it fucking work? Because I looked at it like, oh, too late now. Because <laughs> I'm going down. Well, you didn't see the, the little, you know, 12-inch square sign on the floor. Yeah, and a lot of them still have it, which I get it. But um, it's just, like me, I go into a store. I'm, I'm so on autopilot. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not thinking about it. And granted, I it should have been on me to have a little bit more self-awareness. But I'm just, you know, my mission is to get in, get out. So I'm just going, I need this, this, and this. And I'm taking the shortest path to get to it. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and I don't know what it is. Like, this to me, like, the solution to the whole, you know, middle aisle, middle aisle, middle aisle cart person is to fucking paint, like, yellow stripes in the aisles like you're on the road. But this whole one-way aisle thing just proved to me that that was a dumb fucking idea. It wouldn't, no one would pay attention to it. See, when I worked general merchandise, I had a saying with my coworkers that if you were a middle aisler, I reserve the right to run you over with my pallet. <laughs> I love it. And you know what? I would probably support that 100%. Because you're not giving me no room to get by. And I know you're shopping, but I'm at work. I got crap to do. <laughs> That's, what what other hidden gems did the grocery store employees talk shit about the uh their customers a lot oh so i think i think the number one and this is just for you know all my front-end people out there you know cashiers and all that the, the number one thing the most annoying thing to me was always if something didn't run, ring up everybody's first response is oh it must be free like, I haven't heard that not only 800 times today, but about a 400,000 times since I started working here. <laughs> I'm dying so, over here. So please, please, if something doesn't ring up for you, don't make that joke. Because the poor person ringing you up has heard it a gajillion times. And it's never funny. You just want to, like, freeze time and burn them with your heat vision. Yo, come on. <laughs> like, I, if, if I wouldn't have lost my job for slapping people, I think I might have considered it. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. That's, I didn't even think of that. But, yeah, that's, that's a great fucking point because I'm, I'm sure we've all said it at some point. I know I have. Uh, and, yeah, you're right. It's not funny at all, so I'm going to stop making that joke. Or – or the uh, the one that you know you get your Karens out there. Uh, let me speak to your manager, and you know they got to go defuse the situation. And you know if they're not happy at the end of it, they'll go, "Well, I'm not bringing my business back here." And 
you're kind of looking around at your humongous grocery store and you're going, I think we'll survive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think we're okay without you. It might, might, it might actually improve. Who knows? Pretty, pretty sure my paycheck's not going to bounce because you stopped shopping here. So, bye. So let's let's move into the public service announcement part of the podcast regarding the grocery store trip, because you and I grew up with a mom that took no shit from anybody. And the last thing she wanted to deal with was pain in the ass kids when she had to go shopping. So it was, we're going in, we're getting what we need to get. Don't ask for shit, behave yourself and let's get this over with. I find that to be very fucking rare these days. Oh, especially if, yeah, there, there, right there is another reason why I go early. So I, w- I will tell you a true story. And I, I've probably told this one to you before, but for sake of the podcast, I'm going to repeat it because I did the same thing when my kids were little. I didn't want to deal with all the crap and I want to hear the, I didn't, and I want this, and we get this. And this. So it was, you know, I, I, be- you know, like the, uh, the progressive commercials, you know, don't become your parents. I became mom at that point. I'm like, we're going in to get what we need to get. I don't want to hear crap. Stay close to me. Don't run all over the store. And, you know, the kids didn't enjoy it either. So they tended to listen. So I'd already had a hell of a day and I'm grocery shopping because we need food in the house. Right. And I was going down this aisle and I've got all three of the kids right next to me and, and they're behaving and not throwing a fit or anything. And as I get close to the end of the aisle, this is uh, where that small cooking demonstration area was not over by the produce, but, you know, in the, in the general merchandise area. And there was a lady there that was, you know, doing some kind of a cooking demo and, and handing out samples and what have you. And, and I'm walking, trying to get through. And these two little kids come screaming and hauling ass. And I literally have to slam on my own brakes and basically pull the cart back or I'm going to launch these kids across the store. Should have done it. (laughs) Kind of my second thought, right? First thought was like, stop, what the... And so they took off, not even realizing that they got we're about to get plowed into by a steel cart. And I stopped right there and I just did that whole deep breath like, ah... This lady looks over at me and she goes, your kids are so well behaved. And I looked at her and said, that's because I have fucking standards and I enforce them and walked away. (laughs) That poor woman was probably standing like, what's his problem? Because I was fucking irritated. It was a what the hell moment. I know. I know. But think about it from her, her perspective. Yeah. She's like, I just complimented him and he snapped at me. Yeah. And she's probably he's like, weird. I'm, I'm calling child protective services because he's probably beating the shit out of his kids to get them to act that way. And no, I never did. They just hated going grocery shopping. But, you know, you, you see it. And I can't even imagine you probably got a million stories about kids running around and, you know, basically treating the place like they owned it. But Come on, guys, get control of your kids. They don't need to run all over the place. I get they don't want to be there and, and that kind of stuff. But, hey, you know, it's either that or they might get plowed into by a steel fucking shopping cart. Well, I mean, that's how you learn con- or actions have consequences. Yeah, but then it's, you know, it's never the kid's fault, right? It's whoever's pushing the cart. Not, you know, not, not to mention it was, you know, a blind corner and they just come hauling ass. But it's like, come on, guys. You know, the, who's in charge? You or the kids? As a parent, who's supposed to be in charge, I guess, is a better question for that. But yeah, I almost I almost plowed into a couple of kids at the grocery store, and it was highly frustrating. Okay. 
but I will have you know. <clears throat> so, another story from the front end. All right. So you would get the get the parents, be it you know mom or dad or both, and have gone grocery shopping with their with their kid, old enough to where they can't fit in the cart, old enough to you know really start to raise hell. Right. And you could tell it's been a long trip that day. And, um, you know, they're unloading the cart and like the devil corporations that they are, the grocery store likes to put all that candy right there. Oh, yeah. That impulse buy you talked about earlier. Oh, I'm sure. But I, I feel like it's like even worse if you have kids. Oh, a million times. Because for some of these people, they're like, I'm so close to getting out of here. Just stop asking me for shit. <laughs> and then what they appears in front of them? A virtual buffet of sugar. Yes. So you could tell at this point, these, 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 these poor parents are at their breaking point. Because the kid will ask for something and the parent will go off on him, tell him, no, you've been terrible throughout this whole shopping trip, da-da-da-da-da. You're not getting anything. And then I would take the greatest pleasure in just watching that kid melt down. <laughs> <laughs> right? Complete and total meltdown. And it's like, I would just look at him and be like, ah, you did it to yourself, man. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's that's got to happen so, so often in today's day and age it, it really does like we, we with when you're running through the store and you're and you got the people uh you know doing the middle of the aisle what about when they put their cart right next to the fucking thing you're trying to get at and they walk away from the cart like to the other side of the aisle oh i'll move your cart yeah i don't care and then you get that dirty look from that person like why are you touching my cart because you're in the fucking way and like at least 50% of the time, they can see that that's what you're trying to do is get something behind the cart. Yeah. And like, you know, what it probably goes back to what's that is like people don't want other people touching their cart. And I've never really understood that because I've never walked into a grocery store and seen a cart full of groceries and went, oh, fucking jackpot. This is everything I was looking for. Uh, now that you bring it up, someone's going to try it. There's not a lot of listeners for the podcast, but someone uh, is going to hear this and go, that's a good idea. I'm going to try that. Like, like I, I, I'm almost willing to bet money. That has never happened in the history of time. I think you're probably right. If I'm, if I'm thinking about it, yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to randomly grab this cart and go. Because it's got everything I needed in it. <laughs> I think that's so. But yeah, but then you get the dirty look for like touching somebody else's cart. It's like, I don't want your stuff. I just want shake and bake, man. Right. You got no better than a block of shake and bake. Come on now. I think I just think it's this uh, lack of awareness from people on what they're doing and, and how it impacts other right others. It's kind of this selfish mode we've gotten into. Like the like the people that are walking around the whole time on their phones, not paying attention. And there's so many other areas that we're talking about for this. Like I talked about it in bad drivers, but what, like, what about these people that are on the phone while they're checking out when you were a cashier? I hated them because it's just, it's rude. Right. It is. It's so rude. And like, and now with <laughs> FaceTime, it's even worse. I'm sure. Oh my God. 
I'm going to save that one for another episode, but I sat in a restaurant with my wife the other day. Um, and there was a woman in the restaurant. She was at the bar and eating and had her phone propped up. And while she was eating at the bar, had a full on 40 minute FaceTime conversation. How was that even okay? I, I don't I, like really. I'm surprised a bartender didn't spill on her phone on purpose. Well, I, I just don't get it because <laughs> it's it'd be one thing if it was like a quiet interaction, but it never is. Right, because they're not on headphones where they're doing it. They've got the thing on fucking full blown full blown speaker and it's on max volume. So it's just two loud people being loud at each other. From a distance, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, because it seems like the person doing it is always screaming. Yeah. Because, you know, they don't think you can hear otherwise. But I, just, I don't understand, you know, you're going to you're even if you're walking around the store, you wind up not paying attention. You're going to hit a kid with your cart, like we talked about earlier, because you're on the phone. And and no one's ever like on their their headphones or their Bluetooth or whatever they're they're it's on their ear or they're facetiming or or they're holding it flat so they can speak into the ass end of the phone right <laughs> that's another new trend that's a little strange but you know these again these people are like oh my god get off the phone get your shopping done and get out seriously so you know you, you go through the, the store you get your shit and you're like, okay, I am now nearing the end of this adventure. And you get up to the front, and every fucking checkout's got a long line. Because it's Sunday at 1 o'clock, to your point. What were you guys' busiest days over there were the weekends, right? Oh, God, yeah. I, I used to hate weekends. All hands on deck. Well, I mean, you just knew from the time you punched in to the time you punched out, I mean, barring your lunches and your break, like, you were going to get your ass handed to you. It was going to be nonstop, go, go, go. Now, I don't think it's a, a secret, but didn't you tell me at one point, without getting the specifics, didn't you tell me at one point that that store would do in the millions of dollars oh, a oh, day? God, yeah. Think about that. A day, millions, multiples in, in a day. Wow. I mean, just think about how many people were in and out of that store. Yeah. And that, you know, from 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. Those were the hours. Like, that's a, that's a whole lot of people coming in and out of there. And weekends are usually, you know, the shopping days for the house. It's not, you know, just, uh, you know, I found more um, weekdays where, oh, I got to run and grab this and this and this and then get out. Like the weekends, right. that's when, you know, you got your big bulk you know, your overflowing shopping cart kind of trips. Yep. And there are plenty of those going on. So yeah, millions. Yeah. And you look, so you, you know, as a, as a customer, you're getting in line and you got your overflowing cart, right? Cause you're getting all your stuff for the week, realizing to, to your point that you're going to come back on Wednesday. Cause you forgot two ingredients for the fucking meal you were going to cook on Wednesday. Um, but you get up and you're like, Oh my God, there's 15 people in every line. Now, that particular grocery store that you worked at did a great job of having just about every fucking cashier station open and running. And then the line would move really quick. And for some reason, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, 
you know, the two cashiers that work at Walmart, only one of them was on duty over the weekend. I mean, Walmart's notorious for it. Yeah, dude, it's it's everywhere. I've been ac- across the country and gone to Walmart, and it's, you know they all have twenty three fucking checkout machines and two cashiers working at a time, maybe for the whole store. I don't know, but you're you know it's like that thing you're you're nearing the end and you know it's going to end soon, and then you get up there and it's a long ass line and everybody's got the overflowing carts, and you just kind of want to cry at that point like oh my god i just want to get out of here now from the cashier standpoint you got to be looking down your lane and kind of thinking the same fucking thing oh yeah like you know how many times like especially it was the last two months of the year obviously thanksgiving and christmas you know huge cooking holidays where's everybody going grocery store you know how many times i would look down my line see how many people were in it and just the baskets. And the only thing I could think was, oh, fuck me. <laughs> and then you, now you told me you were, you guys were rated at, at how many items you could scan per minute? Yes. And if you didn't scan a certain amount, you were going to get in trouble? I, I wouldn't necessarily call it trouble. But they wanted you up there, mostly because, you know, the slower people. And it wasn't anything, like, absurd. I think it was, like, 20-something that you had to had to get in, which isn't that hard. Right. But, you know, they that's their way of, like, making sure that the line's moving and you're not just sitting there, you know, yammering. That's, yeah, I get that part of it. I, I, can, I can see that. Now, okay. in, in the middle of all this, and I'm sure you've got a story. Let's say you we, we're finally at that point. We're up there and we're unloading onto the onto the conveyor belt there and you notice i don't know the gallon of milk is leaky or something like that and you gotta you gotta get a price check or replace an item at that point how many people were looking at you like just kill me oh there'd be plenty of people that would go just never mind i don't want it I don't even want to wait. And what about the people behind them, though? As you're like, oh, this is broken, or you need a price check, and then you happen to glance at the next few people in line. <laughs> what were they? What do they look like? Well, of course, they're naturally like, oh god. But uh, the the place I used to work at, the, the beauty of that was I could call a manager over. They could just suspend the order and take it to a different register, so I could keep that line moving. I, I'm sure a lot of people didn't know, but I'm sure once the people behind them realized that, they were like, oh, thank God yeah oh my god seriously and then of course everybody's favorite subject and i know you had to deal with this in a couple different facets right so okay finally we're we're in the line all of the stuff has been has been scanned and you tell them what their total is and they dig in their purse and instead of a piece of plastic out comes a checkbook are you fucking kidding me like well I'll say this. If you're like 75 years old, I'll give you a free pass. Because, I mean, if you're, you know, just an older person that just always grew up doing it the way you did it, I understand that. But if you're like my age, pulling out a checkbook, I wanted to like hit you in the head with a sledgehammer. (laughs) Mortal Kombat at the grocery store, people. Like, (laughs) Have you have you not heard of a debit card? 
are super convenient and super a lot of faster. Well, and then see, that's where I, I agree with your point on, on like an older person in general, but you know, the, the concept of paying with a card is not a new thing. They had credit cards too. So I kind of, I kind of want to give them a pass, but I kind of don't. And then they always want to manually fill it out. And, and these registers can do all that shit for you. All you got to do is sign it. Right. I mean, yeah, for the most part, granted, I haven't seen a check in a grocery store in a long time. Thank God for you scans. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I saw one about three weeks ago. Tell them to pull out a check. And now again, from, from the cashier's perspective, you give them their total, they pull out the checkbook and, and you stand there with a blank look on your face like, okay, but you glance to your right and look at everybody else in line and what's going on there. A lot of heads and hands, a lot of deep <laughs> sighs. A lot of eye rolling. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're just typical what to be expected. People, that you, if you could stop time and see what's going on inside their head, there'd be a whole lot of, are you fucking kidding me? Now, how about this? What about the, like, we, I think we mentioned earlier, the people that are on the phone while they're checking out. So not only are you, you know, supposed to say, like, hey, how's it going? Did you find everything okay? But they're on the phone, not paying attention to shit. Is that another sledgehammer? I think the, I think the best part about that would be, you know, they'd come through, they'd put all their stuff in the belt, and they're just yamming their way off their own little world. And I'd ring their stuff up, and I would look at them and go, your total is, you know, Two fifty three oh seven, and they look at me and go, "Why is it that much?" <laughs> and I would want to go, "Cause I, all the stuff you put on the belt, I, I rang it up." <laughs> like I don't know, maybe pay attention when I'm ringing up your groceries, and you know why. <laughs> why is it that much? You should have a pretty general idea, don't you think? Well, because no, chances are they've been on the phone the whole time and they've just been randomly grabbing shit off the shelves. <laughs> you look over the front of their cart and there's still blood on the front from the kid that they hit because they were on the phone. Yeah, well, kid shouldn't have been running. <laughs> exactly. Now, one of my frustrations, you, you, we talked about this earlier, you didn't see it as much. And I, I think I know what it is, but one of my frustrations down here is, you know, I go to this grocery store that's the old school setup. You know, you put it on the conveyor belt and it goes past the cashier and down another conveyor belt. And there's usually, well, let me say this, there's supposed to be somebody there that picks that shit up and puts it in a bag and then puts it in your cart for you. Now, lately, and I know this is a first world problem, but I live in a first world country, so I'm free to bitch about it. So if you don't like it, fuck you. Um, but lately, there's no baggers and I got to bag my own shit. And here's the, here's the part that drives me nuts mostly. I'm like, okay, I've, I've grown to expect it. But the cashier is still going off of that, how many things they got to scan per minute, and they're throwing shit at me like I fucking work there. And it's coming like, do, 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 do. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, because then you get the people like me, like, I'm trying to get on top of that leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I, I had a rival. Me and him would go back and forth. But, yeah, I mean, you. because, I mean, you, there's always an option to wait and make the cashier do everything, but they're going to hate you. Right. But, I mean, yeah, you, you, you get behind there with some of them people, man coming at you hot and heavy 
It it really is, dude. It's it's like a fucking fastball, and it's been almost every single time. And then, but to your point, inevitably, because I'm not a trained bagger, and, and I know you know you put certain things, certain things, and freezer with freezer and all that kind of stuff. So I'm still trying to do that, but I'm not a trained bagger, and I'm not fast. And it gets to that point where they've thrown so much shit that if they put one more thing on that back conveyor belt, it's going to overflow onto the floor. So then they have to stop and bag and then if the order is big enough go back to scanning some more you would think they would just kind of you know sacrifice a little bit on the item scan per minute and be like i'm gonna have mercy on this poor soul but no doesn't happen that way <laughs> well i mean just as much as you want to get out of there they want to get you out of there <laughs> so at one point you you were blessed or cursed to uh to move out of being a regular checker and and I forget what the title was at that point, but you were some kind of supervisor. Mm-hmm. And going back to what we we're talking about with these, you, you figured you would get away from from some of these things we had to talk about, but like when someone busted out that checkbook and you would get that page. Yeah, your phone would ring and you say, This is TJ. And they would go, I got to check over here. And you go, I'd be right there. But in your head, you're going, damn it. <laughs> what's, the, what's the worst thing that you can remember having had to deal with either as a cashier or a supervisor when it came to that kind of crap over there? Ah, the worst thing. Worst, most absurd, funniest, whatever. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot I've forgotten about because it's been a few years now since I've actually been in that business, but I think the one that takes the cake would be, uh, it was the night before a holiday. I don't remember exactly which one. I might've been Easter or something. It was, it was something like that, but it was the night before a holiday and I got stuck on the closing shift which, you know, always super fun. My favorite thing, let me tell you. (laughs) Sarcasm. So, you know, the store is, you know, starting to quiet down and starting to get into the later hours, you know, but you still get your shoppers in there. It doesn't matter what time it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's not a huge amount of people, I would say, in the store at this point. There's a woman and she's on one of the little electric carts. And, you know, no one's thinking anything of it. And then one of my baggers comes up to me and goes, so we got a situation I'm going, what's the situation? Mind you, this is probably about 1130 midnight. And just keep in mind that maintenance had gone home for the day. Uh-oh. So my bagger comes to me and goes, follow me. You're not going to believe this. I'm going, what is it, man? He goes, no, you just got to come. So I follow him over to this electronic cart with nobody on it, and the seat is covered in shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm not talking a little bit of shit. Someone, like, full-on did, like, a full send out the butthole. And I'm just going immediately... I, I, 
I think anybody in that situation just it, and it doesn't matter what your hourly rate is. You're just looking at this. Go, I don't get paid enough for this. I don't get paid enough for this. Definitely. So now I got to figure out. All right, what do I do? I can't just leave it like this. Well, and you, and you can't you can't take it outside and hose it down because the batteries are right underneath the seat, right? Yeah, and like I wouldn't even know there were, there would be a hose besides the garden center, which is locked up. Oh yeah. So my bagger looks at me and goes, "What are we gonna do, man?" I was like. I guess we're going to go find something to clean it up with. So we go over to the maintenance room and get, you know, this looks like it kills everything. You know, this chemical looks good and, you know, paper towel and all that. And we come back to the cart and the shit is gone. What? So I don't know if this woman, you know, got a little bit of relief, came back out to clean up what she did and then went back in the bathroom because all the items were still in there or she shit her pants, went to the bathroom, cleaned herself up, cleaned the cart up and then ran the fuck out of there. I'm actually kind of impressed. I mean, number one, it's a hilarious story, but the, the, it usually doesn't end that way. It usually ends with, Hey, we had to clean up this shit. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. I was super thankful because like I, I, I don't have any children myself, so I don't want to clean up another human being. Shit. Oh my God. This is priceless. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, w- I wish I could say I've never had to do that and not counting my kids diapers. I wish I could say I've never had to do that, but I'd be lying. I wonder, I wonder if that was a case where it was a shart. No, don't think so. If you had seen this cart like that, there's no shart. Like, this was like, like I said, full on, just like, here we go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Behind the scenes at the grocery store, people shit on the electric carts. The sad part is, is there's probably millions of more people out there that have more fucked up stories than that. That's pretty, well, I mean, I know I've seen, I've watched like Ridiculousness on MTV and you see people like dropping a deuce in the aisle I mean, they just drop the deuce and don't even wipe. They just get up and go, like, in the middle of the grocery store. And I'm, I'm going, why? Why? Fucking why? Because you're crazy. There's no Something. other. No, there's no other thing. <laughs> like, you're straight up crazy. If you're, <laughs> you're going to shit in the middle of an aisle of a grocery store, you're crazy. Fair enough. <laughs> it, it just doesn't enter in normal people's minds. Like, I've been in stores and been super, super angry. Just boiling, blood boiling. And it has never once crossed my mind to, you know, I'm going to drop my drawers and here we go. This will show them. (laughs) Uh, No, I can't say that thought's ever entered my mind either. But uh, that's, that's amazing. That's that is a great story. Thank you for sharing that with me. Which brings me to kind of the the last point that I want to make that annoys me about the grocery store. And I've spent years preaching this to my kids. And it's these fucking losers that can't even be bothered to put their carts back in the fucking cart corral. 
Like, I'm just going to leave it wherever. I'm going to put it halfway on this fucking curb. You know, we, if you go back, if you go back years upon years, you, you, you know, our parents, our grandparents went to the grocery store. They bought their shit. They took their stuff out to the car. And then they walked the cart back into the grocery store. And then we got fucking lazy and entitled. And we wouldn't even take the fucking carts back. So grocery stores adapt. And they put these cart corrals in, which takes, you know, four fucking parking spaces away. And now we're so fucking lazy. We can't even put the carts back in the fucking cart corral. Oh, my God. How fucking lazy are we? And that's like, uh, how, how much time did you guys spend, like, on the weekend having to go out and fucking grab carts? See, I was, I was always the guy because um, usually it's, you know, the younger kids out there. But when I first started in, um, I wasn't allowed to check until I did my training and got my alcohol seller's license and all that. So I was essentially a bagger. And I was always the guy that was like, send me outside away from all these assholes. And I'm not talking about my coworkers. We're talking about customers. Right. Um, So I never minded it. Like actually doing the, the physical act of pushing carts, mostly because it was a good way to kill time and not have to deal with too many people. Right. Um, but the thing that always got me was um, so at the particular store we worked at, we worked at, I worked at um, on both sides because, you know, most of these giant ass grocery stores have the two separate entrances. Yep. On both sides, it had like that. Um, what do you? I wouldn't call it a curb, but it was almost like a, a pathway. With like, yeah. it would step up, and there's a pathway, and that's meant for people in wheelchairs, so they have a clear path without having to worry about getting hit by a car. What everybody liked to do was make their cart do a wheelie and hitch up their cart on it. Oh yeah. Or. Oh, yeah you get the even bigger assholes who will literally just give it a good old hard push towards the back of the freaking parking lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about those guys. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to shove it down here and it's going to go and it's already downhill and picking up speed. And then it hits that fucking curb over there or someone's car, which is another reason that just fucking pisses me off. And like, like the shopping cart is the most lawless thing because there's no consequences for not putting it back and there's no consequences for putting it back. So it's just strictly up to the person and what they want to do. How much of a dick they are. Or just how important they think their time is. Sad. Yeah, it is. But I mean, it's just kind of the state of the world right now. It's been happening for years and it's going to continue to happen for years. Well, I mean, and, and at some point, like, you know, I know there's one grocery store chain that actually makes you, you know, put a quarter in this thing to actually get a cart. And the only way you get your quarter back is to put it back, you know, where you get it. Uh, Aldi does that. Um, but like, you know, you and I grew up in an area that with a now defunct chain. And you brought this up when we talked about this called Farmer Jack. And why don't you share with everybody what Farmer Jack used to do? Because I think it's kind of fucking genius. It's genius, but I don't know if this would ever work in today's society. True. But so I don't even remember exactly where this location was, but there was 
a location by our grandmother that, you know, usually me and my sister, your sister and our mother would, you know, go pick her up and take her grocery shopping and all that. And so they had bars in front of the entrance and the exit, which were big enough for a human to fit through, but physically impossible for a shopping cart to fit through, which meant at the end of your shopping trip, no matter how big or small it was, you had two options. You could either pull the car up and unload it. And depending on the time of the day, that wasn't always an option. Right. Or option B, which we always seem to chose to do, would be load up them arms with bags. Yeah. We make it a second trip. Well, because then someone was going to take your cart. <laughs> Not really. I'm just saying. But yeah, it was it was so genius. You couldn't even take the cart into the parking lot. And, you know, mostly I think because this was a not so great area of a major city that will remain nameless. You can figure it out for yourself. Um, but like, hey, that that eliminates the entire cart corral problem altogether. And you're right. I don't think it's feasible. And I think the store will go out of business for not having any customers. Um, but to me, that's just a stroke of genius just because I, I hate those people so much that can't even be bothered because there's you know, there's four of these things on every aisle. There's two up front, one on each side, and two in the back, one on each side. And you're not that far away from just pushing your cart over and putting it in the corral. And that actually brings up another point. Like you're talking about the person that would just give it a heave towards the back of the parking lot. What about those assholes that just give it to heave towards the cart corral? Don't even think about it. Wind up missing. And then that cart starts rolling somewhere else on its own. What a dick. Uh, it's really entertaining on windy days watching shopping carts fly through the parking lot. <laughs> uh, again, I picture that as you say it, yeah. And because every time I saw it, I would just be like, this isn't going to end well. Someone's car's getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah, big time. Do you ever have to deal with that? Because we're coming in going, someone fucked up my car. No, because I believe on the cart corrals, it even said we're not responsible for damage that occurs or whatever by yeah. shopping carts. Like, I'm pretty sure if you could go after a grocery store for something like that, it would happen all the time. Oh, but God. They have found a way to be like, no, nope, you, ain't, you ain't doing it. <laughs> Get your check, fool. Get your check. <laughs> so we're one of the most frustrating and what the hell comment causing places on the planet and it ain't going to get any better anytime soon but what do you do you got to eat I, I, i'm telling you people go early he's got a point go early on the off times and the off days he's got a point and that way your uh, your cashier won't be so likely to want to hit you over the head with a sledgehammer mortal combat style <laughs> Well, this has been another fun episode of What the Hell. Thanks to my guest co-host, TJ. Anything, uh, any parting words for the people? Just uh, be good to each other. For the love of God, be good to each other. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys later.